Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 177 today. And today's topic is the movie Donnie Brasco. We are continuing our mob marathon talk where we will be recapping everything mob related, documentaries and movies. And I already uh, recapped Fear City. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. It broke down uh, the war as far as the feds taking down, you know, the five families and breaking up the commission. And then we recapped Goodfellas. So next on my list was Donnie Brasco. So we're going to be recapping and just basically talking about the 1997 movie Donnie, Donnie Brasco starring Al Pacino and Johnny Depp. The next one we're going to recap will be Gotti. It's going to be based off, it's the movie that's based off of John Gotti's movie, um, His Life. And not the one John Travolta played in. I'm not recapping that one, but the one from 1996. I was trying to do the most, um, I was going more off on what Michael Franzi said, who was a captain in the Colombo family. And he said the most three authentic mob movies that was really authentic and 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 was really like portrayed good as that life was goodfellas which is one of my favorites so i chose that first and ray Liotta had just passed away so i had wanted to do that he was a brilliant actor and this was next and then we're gonna do Gotti. then we'll go on and do casino and bugsy and you know go on into august because we're gonna be doing this to august 14th until the power universe returns so if you guys want to catch up on Gotti. So you can watch it before you hear my recap. That would be great. Guess what? It's on HBO and it's on YouTube for free. So you can go watch it on YouTube for free and then come check out my recap. Uh, I don't have any announcements. Just, um, you know, the episodes. I'm trying to get them out every Friday and Sunday. But with everything I have going on with the book, I'm trying to wrap it up and, and get it on out. And I'm still reading and adding and editing. Um, my days have been off. So I, I still will be dropping two pods a week. It's just, <laughs> it might be a, not, it might be a few days after what I said. So uh, we're going to do Gotti. I'm going to try to get that out by Sunday, but it might be the latest Wednesday, <laughs> but I'm trying here. I'm trying. You can always hit me up on social media. Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. And you can always email me at reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me for any request of anything you would like for me to recap. With that being a TV show, movie, documentary, or even a music album. Hit your girl up. And if you guys are enjoying this my marathon, if you have a favorite my movie you want me to recap or a doc, please Hit me up and let me know and I'll check it out and get your recap, you know, back, back out in probably like a week. So, you know, hit your girl up. Even if you just want to say what's up, you can always find me on those three platforms. Um, always, I have music playlists that, you know, you guys can vibe to. I know sometimes when you're just tuning through different stations or trying to find different songs to listen to in a row, your girl got you covered because my music ears is long range. So if you go on Spotify, which is free, and you go to Shanice Loves, you type that in, it'll take you to my channel. And all of my music playlists are there. And you know what I'm saying? I got every genre because I got them long range ears. You dig? 
So on that note, that's pretty much all I have to say, um, that you guys can hit me up anytime for requests or just to say what's up. And we will continue our mob marathon until August. So uh, next up is Gotti, then Casino and Bugsy. And I want to do those two back to back because they kind of tie into each other. Bugsy made Vegas what it is. And then we seen what Vegas became and how it became what it is now. So we're going to do them back to back and then we'll go on from there. But next up is Gotti. If you guys want to check that out. So on that note, let's go ahead and jump into the show and talk Donnie Brasco. It's Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. So I had never really seen this movie the whole way through. I had seen bits and pieces of it, but I had never sat and watched it the whole way through. And I have to agree with Mr. Michael Franzese. This is one of the most authentic movies, very slept on, because it's not everybody's top 10 when they're talking about mafia movies. Al Pacino and Johnny Depp acted their asses off. It was so realistic, and I can't wait to, you know, talk about that. Uh, the real Joe Pistone, a.k.a. Donnie Brasco, he did start off with the Colombo family, but it didn't work out, and he was handpicked by Mira, and that's how he got in with the Bonanno family. So this is surrounded around uh, the Bonanno family. Remember when we did the documentary recap, we talked about the commission of five families, and the Bonanno family was one. And the Bonanno family was actually, after this case was... You know, this operation was over and Lefty and all of them went in there uh, in real life. They were kicked off the commission for a while. Of course, they got back up. It ended up being a $500,000 bounty on Joe Pistone um, at that time. Uh, I was listening to a few of <coughs> Joe Pistone's interviews before I re uh, did my recap. And he said that uh, Lefty was a hundred percent gangster you know lefty was uh, portrayed by al pacino in there and he made me laugh on one part because um when they went to court in the movie of course we're going to talk about that it makes it seem like uh lefty was murdered when he went for the sit down at the end but they don't show him but actually that wasn't lefty he actually went to jail he actually uh didn't do a long time because he ended up being really sick. He had stomach cancer. Um, he had like three different types of form of cancer. So they let him out and he uh, passed away shortly after. But while they were going through trial, you know, Joe Pistone had got in so good. You know, can you imagine somebody coming into your home, being around you for years, going to your wedding, uh, being there for to see kids born, you know, being like a part of the family in for six years <laughs> and did so much dirt, watched you do dirt. So, you know, when he was in court, he was like, he should be in jail. But Lefty did not. He did not tell any tell on anybody when they brought him in for questioning. You know, he they said he was a hundred percent gangster. And then, you know, he was the basically the only one out of that crew that did 
did not get a hit put on him where they were whacked off. I think he had, uh, he said it was one put on him, but the feds grabbed him in time and they were like, you know, do you think lefty will talk, you know? And he was like, he's not going to tell you anything. And when the other feds officers, the agents went in there, he told him, he said, he's going to tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> and the, uh, he said, when the agents came back out, he was like, how did you know? They said lefty was a hundred percent gangster and official and about that life. And, you know, was about protecting that oath and staying solid. Um, Sonny Black, uh, he was murdered. So, um, how it ends with Lefty telling his wife that, um, you know, if you talk to Donnie, tell him I'm happy it was him and I did love him. That was actually Sonny in real life. Uh, he, uh, when I was watching the interview, he said, that Sonny had went into a restaurant because he had got called for a sit down. And when you get called for a sit down in that life, you never know if you're going to come back. And, you know, this was after the case had went big and it had went, you know, big that it was an agent who had infiltrated the Bonanno family. So when he went in there, he told the waitress, like, I'm going to a sit down and I might not come back and gave her the belongings and was like get the message to donnie like i'm happy it was him and i loved him in the movie it was like it was lefty but it was actually sunny black they didn't portray mira who introduced him in but he was a big part and he was actually killed as well i know sunny black his hands were chopped off they didn't find his body for like a, a month or so and mira was murdered as well as well as Gilly from the Colombo family, Jilly from the Colombo family, who was uh, Joe Pistone's, aka Donnie Brasco's first contact. Remember, he had a first contact with the Colombo family. It didn't work out, but still, Jilly introduced him around. So they were all ran, you know, they were all whack. Um, the mob is still very, very, very real. It still exists. Um, especially in Sicily, they still run shit. Um, as far as in the U.S., New York, they're not as strong as they weren't what they were, um, they once were, you know, around this time, the 60s, 70s, 80s, this was the golden era for the mob. But, you know, as time went on, they lost the labor unions and that took a lot of power away. When they um, controlled the labor unions, they controlled the U.S. So that's what did take a lot of their power away. Um, so we're going to go ahead and talk about the movie. Those were just some fun facts that I hope you guys enjoy. Um, so this is the continuing of our mob marathon, Donnie Brasco, 1997. It opens up November, 1978. We see a young Don, the jeweler. He observing the wise guys, um, the mobsters in the rest in a diner. And we see Lefty approaches him about a ring. And Donnie like, that looks fugazi. <laughs> so he takes him uh, to the guy who ripped him off. And, you know, they rough, well, Donnie uh, roughs him up a little bit. And we see after that, Lefty is impressed. He's impressed easily um, by Donnie. And I'm talking about the movie now, not in real life. Because uh, in real life, he was actually brought in more by Mira. We'll, we'll talk about that at the end. So we see uh, Lefty was easily impressed in the movie part. 
we see after their first real interaction, a typing is happening on an old school typewriter. Special Agent Pistone reported Benjamin Ruggiero, aka Lefty Guns, Lefty Two Guns. Investigation was conducted by Special Agent Joseph D. Pistone. So that's when we see that he is actually an agent. We see after that, Lefty is going around asking him about, you know, um, seeing what pe what people you know know about him so he's going around asking different people can they vouch for him because you know you don't just bring anybody in especially in their life <laughs> you know i mean he knows he's don the jeweler but of course he's going around like hey, you know anything about him you know his family you know he's been in jail you know he's going around asking everybody and he's known as don the jeweler so um we see lefty took donnie under his wing really quick and we see when Donnie goes to see his family for Christmas, this undercover life is taking a toll on his family. I mean, his wife is raising their three girls alone. And, you know, this operation was supposed to run for three months. And it's been two years at this time. And his wife doesn't even know anything about it because he can't tell her. He goes back to New York after that. And that's crazy to me. Um, can you imagine, you know, being a, a young married couple, raising kids, and, you know, you, you marry someone who is an officer at a court, and they have to go undercover, and they're only supposed to be going for a couple of months. Mind you, they can't tell you anything, and it's not that they don't want to, it's for your protection, and then, you know, they have to follow their undercover laws, you know, like you cannot say anything, and this was two years in the game. So your kids are growing up. They're not knowing you. All they know is daddy or mommy is not home. <laughs> and, you know, his wife is stressed out. And then that does a part on your mental health as well because, you know, back at home, you can just be your, be yourself or what you used to be, a loving husband or wife, father or mother, you know, whatever your gender is in that, as an agent. I'm just talking about an agent in period in total. And then you have to go back to your undercover life and then pretend to be somebody else you know, that, that just seemed like that'll play with someone. Uh, have you ever seen a movie, In Too Deep, Omar Epps? You definitely, he was in too deep. That is something you definitely would need some counseling from. And Mr. Pistone was undercover, you know, in real life for six years, a little over six years. And it was only supposed to be a six-month operation. Um, we see Lefty gets called for a meeting uh, with Sunny, to Sonny Black. And he's nervous because he thinks it's a change. You know, he could get, it's a chance he could get whacked. And like I said before, a sit down, if you get caught for a sit down, you do not know if you're going to come back. Like this was known in the mafia. Like you get caught for a sit down. You do not know if you're going to come back. And we've seen it in Goodfellas. One time he was going thinking he was about to become a made man. And, you know, as soon as he walked through that door, he knew we've seen it in casino when, um, when he went, when uh, Mickey, when when uh, Mickey went to the desert, and he thought he was just going for a meeting, and no, he did not come back. Uh, it was him and his brother. So, like this happened all the time back in those days, and yeah. It was, and it was always like your best friends. You you never walk out. So we see um, he was actually gifted a tiger. Because Sonny Black was up. So he gifted him once the bosses, once one of the, the bosses was whacked, it was a move up. So Sonny Black got moved up to a captain and 
Lefty, you know, he was gifted something. Lefty had been in the game for longer than that, but, you know, of course he wasn't lifted up. He was a good soldier, but they lifted Sonny Black up. So we see another typing, and we see it uh, says Benny Ruggiero was videotaped and recorded by Special Agent Pistone, and they had everything that they were doing, worked um, you know, um, with heisting and on the vending machines, the jukebox, moving cocaine, marijuana. I mean, the feds was getting everything because Donnie was there. He he was getting all the way in, and. <clears throat> Lefty had took him under and claimed him. And that's crazy as well, is that he could just get in trouble because he he officially took Donnie in. So he was responsible for him. He put a claim on him. So Donnie belonged to him. And whatever Donnie did, he was going to have to be responsible responsible before because he put a claim on him. Like, you know, I brought him in and <sighs> shit was just crazy. <laughs> So we go to the next scene as you know as the movie progresses, and we see when they go into the Japanese restaurant, they have to take off their shoes. Now Donnie gets nervous because he got the, the tape recorder uh in his shoe, in his boot. So he don't want to take his boots off. So he changes the narrative, talking about how his father was killed. And the guys dragged this poor man in the men's room and they beat him terribly. I felt terrible for this man. I felt horrible because he was a civilian. And uh, we see stuff like this all the time portrayed in here. And, you know, to go back to the, the documentary recap, that kind of goes to uh, Giovanni Russo's point of when he was saying, you know, growing up, seeing civilians who worked hard and you know were no were no part in that life just for doing their job this could happen to them this poor man was a civilian and you know you got this undercover cop and he, he basically gets beat half to death i felt bad for him so we see as the movie proceeds donnie was real slick he was real slick so putting things together um in the air uh he would throw it out in the air and leave it alone for a couple of days. And then they would come back and be like, okay, you were saying we should do this. But um, he walks them right into the Florida trip to go down to Florida. And basically it's a combined operation. You got two different undercover teams working together because the guy who he set them up to go work with in Florida and open up that club, he was an agent as well. So you got two different teams bringing down this whole commission. Like <laughs> It, it, it was it was crazy it was crazy um so with this uh with this uh trip some of the guys are a little skeptical they're like donnie donnie set this up and we see sonny is taking over sonny is a different type of boss he ends up slapping one of his own men for even taking a shot at donnie you know and lefty notices that what he's doing he's like you don't just throw anything out because Lefty in the, the whole time, every everything Donnie was doing, Lefty paid attention. He paid attention. And he like, you don't just throw nothing, you know, in the air for nothing. You wanted us to go to Florida. You, this is what you wanted. Uh, but he never expected he was an agent. He always knew when Donnie was up to something but he never expected him to be an agent. But I guess he did have to watch him closely because he was responsible for him. Uh, 
So throughout the movie, I did feel bad for Lefty. The guy just had hard luck. And from the looks of it, yes, he was a wise guy, but it looks like Lefty had a heart. You know, it looked like he, he might have been like a good guy. Of course, I know that sounds terrible to say, but I'm just saying like it looked like Lefty was like a really solid guy. And he had just had hard luck, you know, with the son, with his gam He had a gambling addiction in the movie and in real life. Like it just seemed like he had really, really hard luck. Um, The thing with the feds, I felt like sometimes they put their agents in more harm's way in real life. Um, because in the incident of this movie, when they needed the boat, they're like, we can't get you a boat. And, you know, Donnie gets to going crazy, slamming shit. He like, I need the fucking boat. And it's like, you're the government. You, you, you can, um, you can get a boat, you know, you, you can definitely get a boat. Don't put your agents in harm's way, you know? And I just feel like, you know, even to go back to like the cartels with Kiki Camarena, to me, he was not protected right. And I just, if you're going to put your agent who took an oath to serve this country, to protect and serve, if that's the way they, they went, you should go out your way to make sure they get what they need. And I'm speaking not from the mobs part. I'm talking about the agents because that part just irritated me in this movie. Like this man needed a boat to keep up the lifestyle that you guys had him in. He was already in too deep, you know, all these years. And it just kind of infuriated me a little bit because I got to thinking about, you know, how the Kiki um, Camarena case went down and he was not protected. He was not protected. But that boat incident, it just kind of reminded me. I'm like, oh, and then when I when we get to the end and we see his payoff, it was just fucking ridiculous after six years of work, <laughs> you know, six years of time away from your family, your kids and putting your life in danger. But anywho, we see that they get the club up and running. Everything is going good. They're down in Florida doing their thing. It's another um, big boss down there, but he's not a part of the commission. So they get the approval from him. And as they're in their party and the cops run down and the way how they tore that club up was fucking ridiculous. And we see it was all set up from the boss in Florida working back from the boys at home. And they were all connected, um, not the boss in Florida, but they were connected. The boys at home I'm talking about, those were a part of the Bonanno family as well. So it was all an inside job to have this done. So, you know, the cops went in there with vengeance, but... It was an inside job as well. So Donnie gets arrested. He's a damn undercover agent and he's getting arrested and they're all in the can and they're like, it got to be a rat somewhere in here. It got to be, this, this got to be a rat, but they don't know it came from, you know, inside back in New York and they don't know that it came from the big boss in Florida at this time. We see the toll on Donnie's family. His wife is ready to leave him. The kids look at him like a stranger when he walks in. And his, his wife is, is infuriated. She is infuriated. She's like, I haven't seen you. I haven't talked to you. I don't know if you're alive. I don't know if you're cheating. I'm, you know, you're turning into one of them. So, you know, he's just going through a lot. His wife even gets the number changed on him. So I love this scene where uh, Joe aka donnie was telling the other agents about forget about it because they like you know they're sitting up there listening to all the tapes and they're like hey joe you know what does forget about it means he like you know 
you know, if you do something like this, you could just say, forget about it. Or if you know, saying if you do something like this, it's forget about it, forget about it. You know, it can mean all type of different things. <laughs> because to go undercover, you do need to have swag, you gotta have the street sense, you gotta have street smarts, you gotta be able to outwit them. And that's something that Donnie did. He definitely he outwitted them. He was he was better better on his side than they were because they didn't catch he was an agent. Um that also Kiki Camarano, he was able, you know, in a cartel world in Mexico when he was down there, he was um born in uh well, I think he was born in Mexico as well, but he was very street savvy. So that's how he was able to get informants and get information as well. And Donnie was Italian himself, and you know, he was young, he was street savvy, so that's how he was able to, you know, Don Juan his way in there. So we see when they um get out the can. They go back to New York and it was payback because they end up finding out it was Sonny Red who set the plan in motion. And Sonny Red was a part of uh, the Bonanno family as well. This was a very intense scene. It was great acting from Al Pacino and Johnny Depp when, you know, after the hit was um, when they got all of them in the room, Sonny Red and three of his people and they killed him. But then they also killed um, Nikki. And Donnie kind of felt bad because he was like, he wasn't the snitch. He wasn't the rat. And, you know, Lefty is just so persistent. Like, no, it was a rat in our crew. It had to be, uh, it had to be him. It was him. But he had been around for years. He was like family. And, you know, this was a very intense scene when they were in their car talking about it. You're like, you had him whack somebody, you know, you've been around with for years. It's the best friend, his family. He like, he was the rat, but it wasn't no proof he was a rat. He just assumed it was him, but it, it wasn't him. You know, of course, the feds was getting all the information from, you know, Johnny, I mean, well, Donnie uh, Brasco, Joe Pistone. And it was an inside job from Sonny Red. So it also left out that um, Sonny Red's son was supposed to be at that meeting as well. So that was the guy who they were looking for towards the end. His son was supposed to be there. Now, as the movie goes home, goes on, Donnie's kind of going back and forth. He's been gone for a while. So he goes to call his wife and he missed his daughter's big communion. That was something he was supposed to be there before, but he had just witnessed this murder. He had been in jail. So of course he couldn't go. So he went home and, you know, he was looking for a bag. Now, by this time, his wife is freaking out. This, this is after that she's took him to a... Uh, uh, um, a, a marriage therapist after she didn't change the number after the feds have visited her telling her that he's in too deep and they can't find him so she locates the bag and he's looking for the bag and she's like you're becoming one of them when he punched the shit out of her I was like damn that was I mean he punched the shit out of her <laughs> Oh, Lord. I'm like, he was in too deep. He wanted that damn bag. So we see um, as the movie progresses, because now they're looking for Sunny Red Sun so they can finish off everybody who has something to do with the hit they took in Florida. Lefty and Donnie go. And... 
they have to go kill Sunny Red's son. But Donnie has been put out to, to do the hit. <laughs> and he can't kill anyone. Now, this is a fact as well. And I was going through the interviews. He said that, Joe Pistone said that, yes, this was really real. He did get the contract for Sonny Red's son. However, they were going to do it where he, you know, he's not allowed to commit a murder, no matter if he's undercover or not. But he said what was going to happen is they were going to try to grab him and make it look like he was executed and have him in hiding. But just so happened when they actually went there to do it, he had went MIA. So they just didn't, it didn't go down like this, but this is towards the end. And him and Lefty are talking in a car. Lefty ends up bringing up that boat because the boat that they did get, it was a Fed's boat, but and it had went, it was like in a uh, magazine. So he had figured it out, but he never thought he was an agent. He like, you know, where did this boat come from? How did you hear about it? He just wanted to know because, of course, he's responsible for him because he put a claim on him. But he never expected he was an agent. So it was so intense as they're going in to get Sonny Red's son. And as they're doing that, when the feds bust in and grab Donnie before they can kill Sonny's son, Lefty Al Pacino... He put on some brilliant acting. Like, you felt emotion for Lefty in this movie. And he was like, don't say nothing, Donnie. Don't, don't say nothing. We're going to have you out in 24 hours. Don't, don't say nothing. And, you know, Donnie is up there telling the fans, like, I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out. You know, and then you just see the end. And it says Don, uh, Don Brasco's operation was terminated. Um. The fans come in after that, and they show them pictures of Joe Pistone in his uniform with other agents. And Donnie was so brilliant as an undercover agent. They thought they had set him up. They're like, no, nah, not Donnie. Mm-mm. Donnie, Donnie wouldn't do that. Nope, nope. They, 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 on some, they, they made him take them pictures. Like, they was in such disbelief. Like, nope, Do Donnie wouldn't do that. Nope, mm-mm. And it ends when we see Lefty gets the call and he tells his wife how beautiful she is and she loved him and, you know, get word to Donnie that, you know, I'm happy it was him. Tell him I loved him. He puts his jewelry, his money up, like he knew he wasn't coming back. And then you hear a loud gunshot and you see Joe Stone in the rain shooting back in his, you know, cop uniform. And after all of that, he only gets a fucking medal and $500, which is bullshit. You mean to tell me I put my life on the line for six years, lost all that time with my family, and could have been killed on multiple occasions, and $500 and a medal? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. But this was a really, really good movie, and now it's up to my top 10 as far as mafia movies. It was very, very, very realistic. Um, I wish that, that we could have got a chance to get Mira's ca uh, character portrayed in here because that is who, well, for number one, it's, this, this went on for six years. So it's only so much they can get into a two hour movie. Um, of course he didn't walk in and just meet Lefty like that in a restaurant and get in that quick. You know, he said it took seven months for him to even, you know, get an introduction to one of the, 
the associates, you know, he said it was a long, this operation originally was supposed to go for six months and went in for six, went in for six years, a little over six years. And we see in the movie that Lefty said he was going to uh, put that he becomes a made man. And that was true. But I think Sonny Black vouched for him in real life that he was going to, you know, have uh, signed him up to be a main man and they were going to open up the books. And when they open up the books, it goes through the five families, you know, to get their approval to see if he can become a main man. So he was almost he was like months away in real life of becoming a made man as an undercover agent. He got so much intel. And so many mobsters came across him. You know, he was just like official. Like he really was in that life. He was going to weddings. He was at su every Sunday dinners. Like they hosted Sunday dinners. And if you went to Sunday dinner, you was a part of the family. He was at Sunday dinners. He was at weddings. He was at the hospitals when the kids were born or when someone was sick. Lefty really loved him. Sonny Black really loved him. Uh, I know he said him and Mira's relationship was kind of awkwardly. They said Mira was a real, real killer. But it was very, very sad <clears throat> on how on you know how this played out. And he uh really changed the game for the feds at this time because uh Hoover, who was over the feds, when he got in there, he was against undercover because it was a chance that his agents would be you know, had a chance of crossing over or, you know, he, he, he Hoover was against undercover, but Donnie kind of, with Joe Pistone, he changed the game when he, uh, Donnie Brasco operation went on the mafia put, um, as I was reading up on it, the mafia ended up putting out a $500,000 contract on Pistone. Now, isn't that something? It was a $500,000 contract on him, but he only got paid $500 from, from this operation as a bonus like that's crazy to me um once again the bonanno family was kicked off of the commission they did get back on um the fbi agents um when they visited the mafia bosses in new york and advised them you know not to murder Pistone, the contract was dropped by paul castellano remember we talked about paul castellano and we're going to talk more about paul castellano when we talk about Gotti because he was over the gambino family at this time he was over the head of the commission Paul Castellano, he ran a mob, he, he ran it like a business, you know, not like a, a, a gangster, you know, killing and, and all that. He he ran it professional like a, a business. And he uh after all the attention they got, he thought killing a an agent would cause too much attention on them that they already had too much anyway. He had got too he got in too way too close. You know, Pistone, he publicly testified for the first time on August 2nd, 1982, he collected so much information. It led to over 200 indictments and over 100 convictions of all of the mafia members. Uh, Pistone resigned from the FBI in 1986, and he continued to testify, including the Peace of Connection trial. While Pistone infiltrated the Bonanno family, it was consequently and it put a bigger target on the commission as well. When they had the commission trial in the eighties, which we just talked about in the documentary, <laughs> all the information he collected, it went in there too. So 
um the boss who who uh was running things which name was joseph Massino. he was convicted in 2004 for ordering uh one of the the guys who got killed who let him in there which was um napolitano in 2004 he was indicted for that and this happened back in the 80s this was in 1982 when he was murdered so that led to three guys that we know of and we're pretty sure it was much more mira sunny black they had a hit on lefty but you know the feds picked him up and then when he did his short time they let him out because he was sick so he he ended up dying shortly after but they say that lefty was a hundred percent gangster he was a soldier and he was about that life they say sunny black was about that life and you know they they let him in they let him in they let him in he he and one thing that michael francis who was a captain in the colombo family i was listening to him he actually did an interview with joe pastone and he was saying that they didn't have anything against him and the reason why is was because he did it and he didn't set them up like when i say of course he set them up but when he he didn't frame anybody like he had a job to do he was hired as law enforcement and his job was to take them down so by he did it and he didn't frame anybody put evidence on them put anything on them that they didn't do and he did it the right way they respected it and just said hey he was just better at his and we were better at ours he was on his game more and he won and you know it just showed what type of stand-up guy Sonny Black was as well because he knew when he got called for that sit down he knew he was not coming back he knew it and he left a message like tell Donnie I loved him and he was just better at his game than we were he was better at his job than we were he won fair and square and he said that when he knew he was walking into his death and lefty he just you know he didn't go in there when he uh got arrested he didn't tell on anybody he went and did his time he got out but you can you can imagine a betrayal you know you're befriending someone you're letting them see everything know all your secrets you so close to them you're inviting them for holidays and we're going on vacations together you're seeing me commit multiple crimes so of course you know you have to feel the portrayal it's like sleeping with the enemy in a way you know so this movie was really really good it was a really great watch because i had never watched the full movie so now i definitely put it in one of my top 10 mafia movies my favorite uh my movie so uh have always been I love Bugsy. I can't wait to recap that. I love Casino and Goodfellas. And we're going to do Gotti next. So this has definitely been added to my favorite. It was very authentic, very real. Al Pacino, this was some of his best acting. I loved it. The emotion he showed as Lefty, um, Johnny Depp. It, it, it looked good seeing a, a young Johnny Depp because I had never watched it like in full. And I love Johnny Depp. Like when he, and when he played on Blow, Blow is one of my favorite movies as well. So just to see Johnny Depp in his prime and he acted his ass off, it was a really, really good watch. So if you guys haven't watched it, it's still on Netflix. And we're going to still continue our mob marathon. I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you guys have any recaps, let me know. And I'll uh, check out some of your favorite mob movies or documentaries and recap them as well. But up next is Gotti from 1996. So make sure you guys watch that. And I'll get that recap out in a few days as well. So, 
I am going to go ahead and go. It's the weekend. I hope you guys enjoy. If you get out, be safe. Protect your energy at all times. And thank you for your support. I hope you guys enjoyed this. It's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.